Welcome to Open Box. This is part two of the podcast with Mora. We are speaking about um, we were speaking about one of the, her papers, indicators of attack failure, debugging, and improving optimization of adversarial examples. She shared a number of insightful content in that. Um, uh, one of the topics that actually she spoke about was how uh, evasion defenses need to be um, much more robust. There are issues in dealing with them, and she also speaks about how robust. Is a, as a concept is more um, fragile and one needs to look at it um, uh, uh, more holistically and what are the limitations of uh, um, having a robust uh, kind of robustness which is more solid. So let's look at some of the other parts of discussions that we're going to be covering today in this podcast. Um, Mara, coming, uh, welcome to the show again and uh, I would like to uh, talk more about the um, some of the other emerging methods that you're seeing in uh, today's uh, environment, specifically on evasion and poisoning, and uh, how are you seeing them um, impacting industrialized systems? Thank you, Sundar. Uh, so, uh, these uh, attacks, uh, I think they are actually impacting a lot the companies, but companies usually don't publish this kind of information, this kind of news because it's a bad image for them. So this is the first um, thing that happens. And you can discuss with them um, privately, but they will say, uh, mostly of the times, they will say that the machine learning model is just a big, a small part of their whole system, and you're not going to be able to uh, break the model. On the other side, they also advertise using machine learning in the systems. So that's also a key publicity point for them. And uh, when you know these uh, models are broken, well, uh, you you can do much more. You just suggest them to reduce the claim on machine learning. And uh, <laughs> that's actually uh, a very funny uh, aspect of this, of this research area. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, in, in your research, some of the points that you're also covering about is uh, um, uh, evasion attacks uh, using transferability and also um, how testing methods are used as attack vector. Uh, can you just explain about some of these so that the listeners can get more uh, ideas of how things are emerging at this point in time? Yes, so uh, let's start with transferability because it connects very well to the topics covered in the first part. Transferability means that instead of using the information from my model, I create a similar model that does the same task, but I have access of everything from this model. Okay, it's not the model deployed, deployed on the internet, it's the model that I crafted with the similar data, probably. So imagine having an antivirus, uh, machine learning based, and I create my own uh, machine learning model that I can use to optimize the attacks. Well, transferability is a property that they discovered uh, quite soon after they discovered uh, um, adversarial uh, evasion attacks. Well, the property is that you can use the same results you found for that model and try to craft Apply. this input and upload it to the other model. And sometimes it works. So it means that the, the, the models, both the one you have in local 
and the other one that uh, you're attacking are learning similar things. And so if I change something in the image, again, it's a, a, a sorry image. Let's go with software. If I change something in the software, it will uh, produce the same outcome in both models. And again, it's something the humans cannot understand or uh, it's just uh, maybe I add some function in my software that does nothing, but still it's a feature for the model, the machine learning model. Okay, and increases the weight, the, the, the score of the software being good. So if I add this to my software and I optimize it to my local model, and then I uh, issue that to VirusTotal, for example, sometimes it gets true. Okay, so this is transferability. And uh, uh, there are ways where you can improve this transferability. So uh, it's like having two separate experts. One is the model you have, the other one is the model you want to attack and try to uh, make them learn similar things so that it will transfer better. One is, of course, uh, having similar data for training the, the surrogate model that you are creating. And others are related to how much the, um, the two models are aligned in the information they use for, uh, for predicting. So the features, basically. Um, and in general, uh, you want them to be uh, as uh, similar as possible in the internal feature they use. But what we found in, in this other paper that we published as a, at uh, Usenix uh, uh, Security 19 is that actually for evasion attacks, for example, you want the model you create to be even simpler because simpler models take decisions that are easier to transfer. It's like, uh, um, let's go back to the image domain for a moment. It's like seeing that the model uses uh, the shape of the head of a cat to tell that that is a cat. And this is a very similar feature. Rather than saying the whole contour, the ears, the, the whatever shape defines a cat, you just take the shape of the head. This is a simpler model, but uh, it turns out that if you perturb this feature here and you uh, transfer the sample, it will fool also the more complicated model. Okay, so this is the idea of uh, transferability and what we found in this uh, interesting paper. And actually, uh, this relates also to uh, when uh, we were discussing putting walls in the optimization uh, scenario, because if I have a simpler model without the wall and I optimize the adversarial examples, the adversarial perturbation on the simpler model, oftentimes, this perturbation transfer to the model with the wall. So I will find that the model is not robust anymore and I can craft adversarial perturbations against that with a surrogate model that is even sim simpler. I understand, I understand. This is very interesting. Um, uh, just, just moving to another point that you mentioned about uh, testing methods being used as an attack vector. Do you want to explain that um, more? Yes, so uh, when you want to try your uh, model as hard as you can, what you have is a set of attacks. These attacks are mostly performing uh, gradient descent on the, on the input to improve the, the effect on the target model. But then you can have different um, 
different uh, uh, attacks. For example, transferability. So I create a similar model and I test it. And I can evaluate the robustness to the perturbation model that I want to, the, to, to test. In general, these perturbation models are well-defined in the research and they are always the same. So what uh, happens is that uh, now we have uh, benchmarks, we have uh, uh, all the libraries that create these attacks and it's kind of overfitting to the benchmark. So if I change slightly my perturbation model, the model is not robust anymore. The, the, my machine learning model might not robust, be robust anymore. So, for example, uh, if I take my uh, uh, my images and I say I can only change each pixel by a certain amount, and well, I can define a model that is robust to this kind of perturbation, where I can change each pixel, but uh, with a little, very little amount, and I find a robust model. But then an attacker says, why should I be nice and attack with this perturbation model? I might change one single pixel by a huge amount, but my perturbation works. So the thing that probably uh, it has to be improved in this uh, branch of research is actually that we have to look at robustness as a general property, not anymore at just being robust to that perturbation model that I really overfitted. And so that uh, it, attackers cannot break it, but I should test my model exactly as people test uh, with penetration testing their uh, services online. So with every possible attack and understanding, actually, even if I don't defend for that risk, at least understanding there is a risk. And so we have uh, some work that uh, explore, for example, uh, physically realizable attacks, where instead of having this uh, limited budget for the pixels, this is uh, specific to images, but instead of having uh, this uh, limited, limited budget for all the pixels, the constraint you have is to have a, a contiguous patch in the image. So um, this attack was used in the past to create, uh, for example, eyeglasses that change uh, the prediction of the model uh, or a, of a face, face recognition model. And well, if you know that people can have these fancy colored eyeglasses that break the model, then I mean, even if the model is not robust, as a human that sees uh, this kind of person wearing these eyeglasses, you at, at least you know that they might be fooling the face recognition system. This is what I meant with understanding the risk and measuring the impact it can have in the industry and your scenario where you're using machine learning. Absolutely. Uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting. And I think uh, some, some of the points that you mentioned we, uh, now are very well connected to incidents that we are seeing across other domains as well. Um, in autonomous driving, we've seen that uh, um, because the vehicles are not able to differentiate between uh, a shadow and an object, they're finding it difficult at that particular point in time. Some of these are to do with the, the attack surfaces and uh, the attack vectors in um, in, uh, in specific. Um, I'm so glad that you're able to come in to this show and then share so much of insights relating to this. I'm sure some of these are going to be only introductions to people listening to this. Um, I hope um, this will help in 
opening up the area for anybody who is interested and passionate about security um, or specifically on adversarial examples and uh, evasion attacks um, to to explore further and understand more and contribute to this space of research um, for the future. Uh, I think addressing these open problems are going to be so very critical in the path that we travel. Um, thanks a lot for joining in. I really appreciate your contribution and I look forward to connecting with you. Thank you a lot for the invitation, Sundar. Uh, I had a great time talking about my research here. Thank you.